Hey, Gold Digger. Thanks for tuning into this podcast. The one thing I believe is that we are all here for a divine purpose. Allow me, Rev D, a life coach, to help you see your purpose and to help you achieve your goals. Please subscribe to this podcast and share it with others that could use some inspiration. Hey, gold diggers, let's dig into our minds. There are three distinctive functions of the mind, thinking, feeling, and wanting. Last week, we talked about thinking, and we came to the conclusion that we needed to do a spring cleaning of our mind and detoxify our mind of bad thoughts. We needed to do a renewing of our mind. The goal was to bring your thoughts into the forefront of your mind and evaluate them as you saw fit and to adjust your thinking to help you to achieve positive thoughts that will create positive change to help you to achieve your goal. Today, we're going to talk about feelings, which is the second distinctive function of the mind. We will focus on our feelings, which are created from the way we think. Let's look at the events in our lives and how they are making us feel. Checking our feelings is a very important daily evaluation that we need to make. Feeling tells us how we are doing. Are you happy, sad, depressed, anxious, stressed? Are you calmed or excited? We want to have healthy feelings and some events in our lives do warrant being happy as some do warrant being sad. Listen to Gold Table Talk and listen to how the other gold diggers talked about how they are feeling. Listen. Something that would inspire me to write right. more. I just took everything that I've been making complaints about and I just started, you know, you know just organize myself. I have some paint that's coming in because I want to start painting. I have another project that I have in mind. I was like, I have to stop making excuses and turn those excuses into solutions. And that's what I did. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Those excuses into solutions. So you started journaling. You, you journal in your thoughts and that's very important too to to take a, a check on on your feelings, you know. So I think that was major, you know. I think that was absolutely major. So good for you. And I'm sure now you have direction because what that led to was positive thoughts into solutions, and now you're going for the results. And that's where we want to be as gold diggers. We want to be going the results you know we but we know one thing we got to put in the effort we got to put in the effort and that's what i'm hearing that the effort is being put in to change those feelings around and channel them another way so praise god i like that desi i like what you said there so all right anybody else before i move on i got to something here I wanted to share with you see what you guys think of this
okay? Evaluate emotion. So we know feeling an emotion, we feel, and then they can turn into emotions. And we know how we can get into our emotions, just like uh, Mommy Gail said, with about, you know, her pity party, you know. But um, let's, let's read this, you know. Respecting your feelings and those of others is, is important too. Effectively managing your emotions. And that's what Desi was saying that she was being proactive to manage her emotions and generally feeling positive about your life, right? And one thing I've seen people do now that we've gotten into um, is emojis. Emojis are showing us these days how we feel. Emojis are, are expressing how we feel. And because we live in a virtual world and, you know, this is what happens. Is somebody not on mute? Hold on one second. I'm getting some feedback here. Hold on. But anyway, um, looking at this picture here, y'all see the, the head of emojis? <laughs> I thought that was a nice picture. I like that picture. So, but anyway, going down to the bottom, we're just going to do a little evaluation of our, our emotions. How do you rate yourself in these questions that I'm about to ask you? And on the side of there, it says, not me all the time. Sometimes, often that's me and that's me with an explanation point like that. That's hitting it right on the head, right? So those are, these are for you to rate yourself. And if you want to chime in and share, then we can do that. And you can tell us why. I recognize what's in my control and what isn't and what isn't in my control. I recognize what's in my control and what isn't in my control. Not all of me, sometimes me, often that's me, that's me. Anybody want to take a shot at that? If not, I'll take a shot at it. <laughs> Okay, I recognize what's in my control and what isn't. Well, I didn't always um, think this way. So I would say, you know, um, sometimes it's me because sometimes I can forget and then I have to go back to the serenity prayer, accept the things I cannot change and know the wisdom. But sometimes, like I said, sometimes that's me because I don't know it right out the gate, you know. You know, sometimes that's me. You know, I, I could probably up that often that can be me. I can recognize um, what's in my control and, and what is it. So anybody else want to chime in on that one before I move on to the next question to evaluate our emotions? And once again, there's no right or wrong answer. It's, the point is for you to be conscious of how you feel. Okay. The next one is, I manage stress in a healthy way without overeating, drinking, smoking, or other behaviors. Um, Chandra, if you can go on mute. I manage stress in a healthy way without overeating, 
drinking, smoking, or other behaviors. Okay, once again, that's for you to think about that. And if you want to chime in and how you may rate yourself on that, not me at all, sometimes yeah. me. Often that's me. That's me. <laughs> Okay. Often it's me. <laughs> Very good. Okay. Not, not me at all. <laughs> okay. You know, okay. Um, I, I let stress control my body. So, and I've been in the hospital for four months because of stress. I let it control my body. Okay. Okay, yeah. but you're conscious of it now. Yes. that it was stress that was a, that had taken over your body so it sounds like you're ahead of the game because yes. now you identified what it was and that because yeah the doctors couldn't find out anything wrong with me so they it had to be stressed <laughs> you know yes it was off my mind okay yeah okay and and I'm glad you shared that because that's so real, you know, mm -hmm. um, the overeating, um, sickness in the body, you know, drinking, smoking, you know, once again, it's the subconscious mind doing these things, you know, and, and I, I was blown away like I said, through my years of, of therapy, blown away to know that 95 of my subconscious mind is what's really running the show, you know? So this is why this exercise is very important for us to do so we can manage ourselves and take control the best we can. And being conscious of it is, is key, especially accepting oh this is what it is that's key too that we be honest brutally honest with ourselves so i'm i'm glad to hear daphne that you're doing better in this area that you're doing better so any anybody else well i have to say that that's me and for everyone else you don't want to get to a point where you have no other choice because now I'm in a position where I have no other choice. If I don't live that way, then I don't, will I get another chance? I don't know. So that's me every day of my life, for the rest of my life. Mm. Managing your stress. Yep. Amen. Amen. And, and you can do your own rate of stress. You can say a scale of one to 10, where am I at today? And then now you have taken a, a sanity check, which is so important that we be conscious of what's going on around us because, you know, we what's going on around us is, could be out of our control, right? But what's in our control is how we're going to deal with it, you know? And that's very important. And Desi, you, you are, you've taken that bull by the horns and you're dealing with it and managing yourself in a different manner, you know? And um, Daphne doesn't know your, your story, 
and I don't want to share it unless you want to share it, but, you know, it's just important, you know, one story to the other to, to help one another. Yeah. Well, just quickly, um, um, because of the stress, I had two aneurysms rupture in my brain in 2011. And then just last year, the third aneurysm, I went to go get it coiled because of the stress again. And I ended up having a stroke. That's the reason why I say you don't want to get to the point where I am. So figure out a way to manage your stress and figure out a way to eat healthy, you know, baby steps. You have to do something. You don't want to get to the point where you have no choice. And that's who I am. It's okay. It's a good lifestyle. I'll take it. Yes. Yes. And, and, and Desi, you, you have made such a change because <laughs> I've seen it. And it's, and it's great and, and, it's, and there's hope for anyone that has watched you go from those aneurysms stroke into who you are today. The hope is, is just a miracle. So God bless you and thank you for, for sharing that. Thank you for sharing that. Okay, question number three. I take time to decompress. Not me at all sometimes me often that's me or that's me anybody that, want to take a shot at that one I take time to decompress that's me <laughs> okay I take time. very good mm -hmm. and how do you do that well I I really am a person who um well, first of all, I'm a crafty person and I can get into my craft and do something like knitting or crocheting. It could be even painting. And this sort of relieves anything that whatever is going on could leave me. Believe me, it could leave me because I'm concentrating on what I'm doing and so it doesn't cause me to stay stressful or annoyed. And I guess because I'm so much older than everybody else, there's some things that I know I can't do nothing about. I am powerless. And once I have done what I, what I feel that I, I had did my best and I tried, but then I'll back off and say fine. And I'll just go find something to do to relieve myself of of any discomfort that I'm feeling. Well, that's, that's very good and something for others to consider that you found a way to channel and change your thoughts and not mm -hmm. and not dwell on Mm -hmm. Certainly what you can't do anything about anyway, you know, mm -hmm. I don't know if anybody else has anything that causes them great relaxation. Like she, she crochets and knits and does stuff that, that brings her. Does anybody have anything else that they may do to have a similar effect to decompress? Well, for me, I'm, I'm a walker. 
I like to walk to decompress. That helps me more than any than you'll ever know. People think I'm out there trying to lose weight. I'm no, I go walking an hour a day. And if I could do it every day, I would if nothing gets in the way, but I have to get out there and walk to decompress, to meditate, to unite with the with um nature to adore God's creatures, birds, and, you know, and just walk with the Lord. I mean, it just, it decompresses me. And when I don't do my decompressing things, I find myself in a tizzy. But walking helps me. You know, I go out there and um, it really does a lot. So I don't know if anybody else has anything else, you know. My husband, his decompression is going to the gym. And I know that that helps, <laughs> you know, because he'll come back much more energized in a more powerful way. So, you know, so, all right, well, I'm going to go on to the next question. I cope with difficult feelings rather than avoid them. Not all of me, sometimes me, often that's me, that's me. I cope with difficult feelings rather than avoid them. Okay. I would well, say often that's ahead. me. I would say often that's me. Um, because I don't like to have stress. Um, if you don't deal with it right off the bat it will give you more stress. So I'd rather just, you know, nip it in the bud, find out what the issue is. That's good. You know, certainly we want to look at what's bothering us, you know, or look at conflict, you know. A normal response to conflict is what? What's a normal response to conflict? To Run try away. to cope with it. Huh? You can run, run away. <laughs> you can run away. Avoid yeah. it. Avoid it. You can yeah. avoid it. A absolutely. But you know what? You can pray on it. You can pray. You can pray on it. You pray on it. A normal response to conflict is blame. We can blame and say, I'm feeling this way because you did this. Blame. Right. Uh -huh. That's a that's a a response. But one that we need to look at if we're um in that mode. You know, I feel I'm I'm feeling this way about this difficult feeling and I'm blaming somebody for it. You know. And that's why forgiveness is so important in a healing mechanism as well if we get into that you know find you find yourself angry at someone and blaming them for something you know so but I'm gonna read it again coping with difficult feelings rather than avoiding them it's so important that we do just like Sophia says deal with it not let it fester than avoiding it. And Chandra says something very important. 
before right. dealing with it, pray about it. That's that's that is that's it right there. Mm-hmm. Because just like Mother Gill was saying that last week she had to help herself to think about her thoughts before she said what she really felt. <laughs> so, you know, so she, you know, and that could have made matters worse. So she, you know, she wanted to deal with it, but not in the way she had been dealing with it. She'd rather, you know, take a step back. So that that's a good one to think about. Once again, there's no wrong or, or right answers for you to see where you are in that scale of not me at all, sometimes me, often that's me, that's me, you know. The, the last one is I try to be aware of how others are feeling. I try to be aware of how others are feeling. That's me. That's me. <laughs> Praise God. And then this is some y'all. I'm not deleting, uh, forgetting that all younger people are doing, but I found that a majority of them, they're into their own feelings and we learn how to respect and be aware of the feelings. Something, you know, just like I said, just being out at a store. It don't necessarily be that you in the argument or you with your girlfriends out or how somebody feeling that you know that's not feeling well. Yeah, I'm just saying, this being out in the world and this being aware of how right. that was, how this lady feel, how did she really feel when I saw her, just looking at her, I can feel her feelings. Right. So I'm saying that to say, uh, I just think that this is something that I think everyone on this call can relate to. That we, um, more often than you think, that you are connected with other people's feelings. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a very good point and we are you know that moves me right into the next thing that I was going to say here you know um, being conscious of why others are feeling the way they're feeling be aware how others feel well um, the reason why we need to make adjustments at times because we can start believing feelings that aren't helpful sometimes we're led to feel useless hopeless, unloved, worthless, um, and the list goes on. And these emotions need to be evaluated. And if they're not evaluated, they come up in other ways because feelings are real, but not always facts or the truth. You know, somebody could have said, you would never be what you want to be, you know, and then you harbor that, you believe that, right? Your, your, your confidence, you lose confidence in your own dream and you start pursuing it, you know. And yeah. that, what they said, gave you a negative feeling that you can harbor. That's why it's so important that the way people speak to you, that you're conscious of it because subconsciously, you can think that that's how they're supposed to speak to you after a while. And before you know it, you, you, it it's not sounding right. If somebody else comes, like, why is that person? You know, so we got to be very conscious of what's in um, what people are saying and to find out is that influencing how we feel because we can lose faith in our own dreams because of what someone said. And then we got to be very careful that 
we're not losing faith in our own dreams because of what we're telling ourselves that we can't do it. You know, we, we gain faith in our dreams when we believe that, you know, through God, you know, all things are possible. When we start using other mechanisms to help us cope with how we think, you know, does anyone have other coping methods to manage their feelings? You know, for me, you know, and I want you to think about that. For me, I pray mm-hmm. and I use scripture. You know, I'm going to share this um, scripture with you. And this one helps me, you know, and um, hold up. Which way did it go? It helps me a lot. And my computer's a little slow there. There it is. Philippians 4, 6, and 7, you know, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, in every situation, by prayer and petition, some translations say supplication with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding will guard your heart and your mind in in Christ Jesus. You know, um, scripture influences how I feel because it will it will it allows me to surrender and give it to God mm-hmm. you understand yes. so if I'm feeling a certain way you know I had to come up with coping mechanisms just growing up you know how am I going to deal with things and then of course you know the first thing I had to, to, to help me cope was believing in God, <laughs> strengthening my face and believing God, you know, then, then I went on to believe God, then I wanted to go a step further, I wanted to believe God's word, but I had to know the word, I had to read the word, I had to have teachers teach me the word, you know, and then have the spirit give me understanding, so these were coping mechanisms that helped me in my thinking. gold diggers. I just want to thank you for tuning into this podcast. And I'm a life coach and I love building confidence and helping you achieve your goal. So do me a favor, subscribe to this podcast and be inspired every day.